0: Hello, this is Impact Ed, and I'm H.D. Chambers with ALEAF ISD. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Uh, you are going to find this episode extremely enlightening because we're going to actually talk to students in A-Leaf that, uh, that are experiencing what we have attempted to provide uh, as many students as possible, and that is opportunities to, to at least have a little bit of say-so in where they go to school and some of the courses they take. We still make decisions for them in some cases, but... Uh, it's an attempt to to let students kind of own, if you will, the the program they're in. So we've got three students here, a couple of sophomores and a senior, and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves and then we're gonna, gonna have a conversation about their story and uh, and how they ended up into the program they're in and in, and then the benefits of it that they see uh, as uh, as we move forward. So with that, um, Jonathan, if you don't mind, I'll start with you. Let you introduce yourself, where you go to school, and and uh, what program you're involved in.
1: Okay, well, I'm Jonathan Baldasso. I go to Hastings uh, High School, and I'm in the Life Science Innovative Academy and for Construction. That's what I do.
0: So you're in the Academy for Construction. What does that What does that mean?
1: That means that I go to. I has a dual credit course. I go to uh, regular classes at my at my high school, and then I also go to college classes. I take a bus there, and I also take HCC classes at the same time.
0: So Houston Community College is offering the construction classes? Yes. Is there a particular field that you're in in construction? Uh,
1: It's just a it's just construction. It's a broad. Good. Good. Well
0: thank you and welcome and I appreciate you doing this.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Miguel, introduce yourself please. All right. Well hello my
2: name is Miguel Velasquez and I attend uh, Ailey Farley College High School and I am a senior.
0: And you've been at Early Early College High School your 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 full four years yes. of high school. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, for the audience that may not know what an Early College High School is, could you just give them a an overview of what that is, and from your perspective as a student?
2: So, essentially, Early College High School is a program that allows you to get two years of in, uh, college or an associate's degree at the same time, um, graduating with your high school diploma.
0: Very mm-hmm. good. Thank you. And We're going to give you a chance to talk more about that as we as we get into the program. And last, but certainly not least, is beautiful Ms. Ile- Ileana.
3: Thank you. Um, my name is Ileana Trevino. I go to Hastings High School, and I'm in the Life Science Innovative Academy in the Pharmacy Technician Program. And that means I will graduate with an associate's degree in Pharmacy Technician.
0: So it's fair to say that pharmacy, there's a, that's an interest of yours right now, right? Anything in the medical field is an in interest to me. Good, good. Uh, let's talk real quick. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna start with you, Ileana, about, about just following up. Did you realize that you were interested in the medical field in middle school? when When did that When did that
3: Since I was four years old, oh, really? I wanted to be a doctor. Ever since I dressed up as a doctor,
0: so, you, so for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so your so your your idea as a four year old was that you wanted to be in the medical field yes. somehow. Mm-hmm. And have you? How many years have you been in the pharmaceutical program?
3: Oh, just one year.
0: Just one year. Mm-hmm. What have you found? I mean, have you found it to be? What you thought is it different?
3: It's different than what I was expecting. I expected it to be, I didn't expect it to be easy. Yeah, but not as difficult as it is. But you know, it's fine. I'll get through it and figure it out.
0: <laughs> what makes it? What makes it hard?
3: The memorizing different drugs, the trade name and generic names, and the classifications. Because I'm not good with memorizing things.
0: Right. So there's a there's a lot lot to that. Uh, Miguel. So you're a senior, right? So you're on the downhill stretch of of, mm-hmm. your, of your high school career. Yes, sir. Talk a little bit about your your thinking or the back when you were in seventh eighth grade.
2: Um, so I was being a first, uh, I mean, low income and first generation student. Um, going to college was very very important, and I feel like um going to an early college high school that that was just like the first step I should take, and even more so because it was free too. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be attending a UT. Uh, UT Austin at the Honors College, and a lot of my credits will transfer.
0: So I'm very, very happy about that. So you you made a comment that that a lot of people mm-hmm. like to hear, and that's free. Oh yes, sir! Free, free, <laughs> free.
2: Two years of college for free.
0: Two, Two yeah. years of college for free, and that's part of the the dual credit program mm-hmm. that, that 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 you're benefiting from with HCC. Mm-hmm. What have you? What have you? And I know this is a this is a very open ended question, but. Think about your four years at the early at early college. What's mm-hmm. a couple of things that stick out of, of, about that experience that mm-hmm. that that you that you'd want to share?
2: So, I would first uh, comment on like the relationships with teachers. Like, we are a very small school. We have about well, personally, we have 99 students in my class. I know other classes have about 95. So, mm-hmm. a very small community, and there's a lot of resources available for you. Um, because of the resources and teachers, like I've been able to take a, a lot of um, take on a lot of programs, uh, research internships I at College of Medicine, UTMD Anderson. And I feel like I wouldn't be exposed to those resources had I not gone to an early college high school.
0: Very good. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, Yes, sir. on the construction side, uh, talk about your your thoughts when uh, when you when you made the decision to pursue this choice.
1: Oh well I didn't know about it until I got into ninth grade. I was going to my pre ep classes and then uh my teacher asked, Does anybody wanna sign up for this new program that's coming out? Well, it was a new for pharmacy. Construction has already been there for like about three years I think. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, uh and I got took the paper, I talked to my parents and they were like, uh, oh this is a very good I- idea. It will be like very beneficial for you in the future. And I was like, Okay and I talked to Miss Lee, which is our counselor and she talked go- went us through with us about like everything about our classes and tell us that we might be sacrificing our high school, uh, social, social life and yeah. everything. But it's, it's a, like a risk or like a chance I might take because it's going to be very good for me.
0: Uh, it's a, it's a good point. The, those of you, particularly at, at the, in the academies and at the early college, you do, you do, leave the traditional high school yeah yeah yeah, yeah. T- t- talk about as a senior i mean any, mm-hmm. any regrets there what
2: um there's no regrets at all because of the two years of college but the it's very important to um, take into account that the staff uh tries to make the most out of it and tries to make it feel as a regular clam- uh, campus we have um football games uh flag football that <laughs> is of course <laughs> and um we have games and stuff so just uh just to get that feel of a regular high school so mm-hmm. no regrets at all what about you
0: too?
3: Well, the high school experience thing didn't really change for me because we still go to the same building. Right. And this, We're still in the same Hastings building. We do everything that they do. It's just we have different classes and we don't get to have classes with maybe our other friends starting are in the program. But it's fine.
0: It's, it's always fine when you get to make that choice, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, you, yeah. if you're making the decision, it's a little bit more palatable as opposed to someone making it for you. hmm I want to talk a little bit about just Students in general. So we, we mm-hmm. can talk about the three of you, but also think about other other kids that that either you're friends with or that, you know, know of. And this whole notion of um, having to make decisions on endorsements. Mm-hmm. So when you guys were in eighth grade, you had to select an endorsement. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, while we're not asking you to, to, to select what you're going to do the rest of your life in eighth grade, there there is a desire for for you guys to be able to have a little bit of input into some of the things you're interested in as an eighth grader did you find that helpful in making the decision that you made either go early college or into the into the innovative academy or
3: yeah because my endorsement they gave me was public service Mm -hmm. and public service kind of went into like anything in the medical field which is the program pharmacy technician right which is a public service yeah
0: did you find that, Jonathan? You,
1: you... Well, uh, I'm not too sure because uh, I chose STEM in mm-hmm. eighth grade. and It was, like, for kind of, like, engineering. I wanted to go down that field. Right. But I kind of changed because construction is, like, a different endorsement. I'm not too sure about the spec- specifications of it. like. Right. But um, it changed, and— I know that is I want to be like a something like a civil engineer, and then so construction will probably help with that, constructing buildings and everything around right you know Houston, I want to stay in there uh, here, but yeah
0: well so. you're right, it, it'll be very helpful mm-hmm. as, as you move in that direction exactly. as you think about class, so think about a class, not not your endorsement or not your program, but just a class you're in. have you found do you find yourself approaching class any different? I mean, do you look at do you look at classes as more interesting, or do you? I guess what I'm trying to get at is: does does the fact you're in a program that that's of interest to you does that change your attitude? Yeah, oh yeah, yes, definitely. Right, talk talk about that a little bit.
3: Well, since I'm interested in what I'm learning about, I pay more attention and I actually study more to make sure that I know and I'm understanding what they're teaching me and telling me. Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. Like, so, what about what about the class you may not? Be that interested in because you're taking other courses, right? Well, yeah. Does d- does this have any carryover into those?
3: A little bit. I'll put more attention into it, but like not as much as I do as in a class that I actually like and I want to learn more about. Right,
0: Miguel. What about you? Um
2: I definitely agree. I mean, I think it's a bit different for us because when we have um specific classes for our endorsements at our early college, right. we're just focusing on getting our two years. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I can't really provide so much insight on that, but I the. Dual credit courses are so um, inspiring, and we learned a lot from those.
0: Mm-hmm. Just for people that are listening, maybe give a quick explanation of what a dual credit course is. Okay, so, mm-hmm. And what does it mean for you?
2: Okay, so dual uh, credit courses means that you'll take a class at the Houston Community College, and then whatever uh, that credit will transfer over to your high school site, meaning that you're taking uh, college-level classes as opposed to just regular high school classes. And, um, yeah, you're, you're satisfying both requirements, both at, at the college
0: level and um, high school. And so, you, in many cases, people don't realize this, but Miguel, along with many of his classmates, are going to graduate from Houston Community College with an associate's degree. Mm-hmm. Probably about two weeks before they graduate with their high school diploma. Yeah, uh-huh, that's pretty interesting. As, as mm-hmm. that, that's pretty cool. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some mm-hmm. people go, why do I need, why do I need to finish high school? I've already got a college yeah. degree, right?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust me, you need to finish high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, did you did you shook your head earlier when I asked, did it change your attitude, or does it change your attitude?
1: Oh, yeah, I think so, because like in the mindset of being a college student, you would like try to try your best and then work harder. And I, I, a lot of things have changed, like since I've been in this program, like I would I don't even know the person I am now. I would have known before because like I changed a lot. I don't procrastinate. I work very hard, study every day and and all of that. And it like kind of changed when I went in this uh, program, which really helped me just find my way. In high school,
0: that's actually a, a a mature observation uh, on yourself. I mean, all of us in eighth grade at some point—that's eighth graders or eighth graders—and mm-hmm. you think certain ways. And yeah. as you get older, that changes. Do Do you think, Jonathan, as you if you went back and replayed history and you didn't participate in something like this, do you see yourself perhaps not being as dedicated or committed to as you are right now?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be like. The, I'm like a uh, like the A student I am right. right now. I wouldn't be having those grades. I would just be like my GPA would just be going down right now if I
0: didn't do it. Good, that's 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 interesting. What's your what's your advice? To do you guys talk to other underclassmen?
3: We actually did that today before coming um, yeah, here. Me and Jonathan.
0: Did you? Mm-hmm. Who did you talk to?
3: To the ninth graders that are in the same program as us. Okay. And we told them that it was mainly all about not procrastinating, having good time management.
2: Mm, yeah, <laughs> procrastination. <laughs> and turning
3: yeah. things in on time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I've spoken to a few underclassmen. I've always emphasized the importance of uh, a balance, mm-hmm. both in school and in life. So that's something very important because I, I, I personally don't have a balance starting my ninth and 10th grade year. It was all books, 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 homework, homework, homework. But now I've developed that more of a social life as well. So I feel like that's very important.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. It is. So, Jonathan, what was your words of wisdom to ninth graders today?
1: Basically, the same thing: no procrastinate. And like, I well, if I wanted to say was, I didn't get to tell them because I was kind of just talking. My counselor told me to sit down, but I was gonna (laughs) say like, um, just do your work. And then if you get anything like practice or like homework that you get. And you're, then it's not even for a grade, you should still do it because it's still good practice to help you in all your classes because if you could keep doing it, you'll be ready for the test and you won't be like, what am I doing? <laughs> you'll be like, oh, I know what the this is, and you'll pass certainly.
2: And I, I always just make sure to tell them to think about why they're doing what they're doing. Look at the bigger picture, why you're doing this, maybe because you're uh, low-income, first-generation or other reasons, but I feel like going back to that um, why is very important.
0: You mentioned earlier about your the, the background you come from, yeah. first-generation mm-hmm. college-goer, not very wealthy. yeah What do you think mm-hmm. that there are, um, that these types of programs, with early college or any of these other academies, where do you think people's, my, uh, kids who come from that background, mm-hmm. do you think that they're, they they feel, feel of themselves as capable of participating in those? Do they feel, I mean, I'm just curious because you're right, there's a lot of emphasis yeah. on making sure that students who come from uh, poor backgrounds or who come from non-college-going backgrounds, mm-hmm. that they're exposed to it because they're not getting exposed to it at home. Yeah, uh, Talk about that because I think that's, that's absolutely critical, particularly in A-Leaf.
2: Mm-hmm. So the whole concept of an early college, I feel like, is very, very important. Like It just propels the students to pursue a higher education. So the whole meaning and concept behind that is very important because I know th- there's also a lot of prog- uh, programs like you guys, right? You, wanna, mm-hmm. uh, you guys mm-hmm. want to talk a bit about that one?
3: Well, in our program, the only focus is mainly on construction and pharmacy technicians you can graduate with an associate's degree in construction or in pharmacy technician. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, you don't. It's like the early college. You don't have to pay for mm-hmm. anything. It's it's also free. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of really it's good for saving a lot of money and just thinking of like the future on how to save or like the savings you will make uh, from doing this program.
2: Yeah, and at the end of the day, it just motivate all of us to just continue pushing forward. Although our families may have not gone to
0: college, you know, mm-hmm. um, we will. Was that is that a motivation for those of you who who are coming who are first generation college goers? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a personal thing, right? Yes, oh yeah. And
2: much. that adds just so much more value to everything that you're doing. It's mm-hmm. uh,
0: it's it's the
1: I, I, thought I, that helping your parents one day. Or yeah. well, like just having a good job. And that
3: everything they've done for you actually leads up to something in your yeah. life.
0: Yeah. So y'all recognize that at an early age. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a it's extremely uh, valuable trait a characteristic of a uh, I don't care if you're fifteen sixteen or seventeen it doesn't matter how old you are yeah because not not all kids as you know sometimes don't have that appreciation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, would would you agree that it's made you hungrier. Oh, yes, Yes. definitely. It makes Um,
3: me want to do more in life and do better at everything I do. For
2: sure, for sure. And not just bettering bettering ourselves, but like the community as well, Mm -hmm.
0: motivating others to continue their education because it's very important. Coming from the situations that that you've come from Mm -hmm. in, in your personal lives, do you feel like you've had to overcome barriers, overcome things that are put in front of you that perhaps other kids don't have to overcome? Or do you feel like? These programs, like the the early college high school or the life the the academies, have they helped you overcome? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're always trying to figure out as adults, as a superintendent, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do everything I can do to ease the transition from difficult situations, whether it's their home life or personal life or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and let school be a the conduit into school to be as e- as easy as possible, yeah. seamless as possible. Did y'all feel like you had mountains to climb or? For
2: sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's an yeah. everyday thing. It, it's just not just a, a one problem thing or just occasionally. It, it's every day, you know. Uh, for, for example, your parents have to work long hours. You have siblings to take care of, you know. You have homework to do. It's an everyday thing, but you just have to, um, you know, get through it and work hard. And I, I do feel like our staff has been very, very helpful
0: at early college with, with us. Yeah, you guys have mm-hmm. you got, got a lot of caring people. Oh, for there. sure, for sure. <laughs> Ms.
2: Brotherton, Gidry, yeah, they're all great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How about, about you? Well,
3: yeah. Cause you feel like, like you've overcome? A lot of stuff, yeah. Because school is what I, whenever I have problems in life or something, I just focus more on school because I'm like, well, if I do school, I'll I'll do something better in life and mm-hmm. I can help out my family or whatever they're dealing with. And this program will help me with that.
0: School gives you hope, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How many times have you been told education is the...
2: <laughs> many, many times. Yeah. Many, <laughs> many times. Yeah. Many. Jonathan, have you
0: heard that before? That, that education is the... It's the great equalizer. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that so one. many yeah.
3: times. It's, right. true. it's true. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. true. It you is. know, you
0: know why you've heard it a lot. It's because yeah. it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, and you'll. I think the three of you have experienced some of that even mm-hmm. in your young life. When you get older, you'll realize it even more. Yeah. Uh, once but, we reap the benefits. Exactly. Yeah. Once once you get to a point where you're thinking back, you know, I'm glad I did that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I sacrificed, you know, some something in a traditional high school. Yeah. but The benefits that I got out of it. Jonathan, did, in terms of your future, I mean, what do you, you said earlier, you were thinking some type of civil engineering with, yeah. Ed, is that where your mind is right now? You
1: th- Yeah, I'm thinking about being either like a civil engineer and while I'm taking my college classes, I'll like kind of explore around. Maybe I might change to like an architect or something. I don't know if I like the classes and if I'm passionate about my job, then I might go down a different field. But if it's probably civil engineering, I'll probably do it.
0: Good, good. What are your plans? uh
2: so um I, I would like to become a medical scientist so do research and be a doctor at the same time and that was just inspired by a surgery i got to 10 uh, at the age of 10 and then some research internships i've had good mm-hmm. good and an emphasis on public health i, I do want to mention that i feel like that's
0: very important it is mm-hmm. it is and you mentioned earlier you th-
3: i want to be a pediatrician <laughs> you be a pediatrician, right? or anything in the medical field i don't really care but i'd rather be a pediatrician i just love helping people and it's like my favorite thing to do ever
0: both of you, in terms of the medical field, that's an area in which there's a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of growth, yeah, too. A lot, lot of work. growth. Mm-hmm. The baby boomer generation, my generation, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, largest, yeah. we're all getting older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind working with old people that are cranky and mm. stubborn and hard-headed.
3: I do that with my brother and sister all the time. Yeah, so <laughs> so I work at too.
0: retirement <laughs> homes. So, yeah. Oh, okay, then you're, you're seeing it all the mm-hmm. time. I've seen it all the time, yeah. Well, very good. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, before Before we do as I mentioned earlier, there's people from all walks of life that are gonna mm-hmm. listen to this, people from all over the world, mm-hmm. believe it or not. What would you like for them to know about your specific program in this district uh, that, that either you haven't already said or you wanna reinforce that people mm-hmm. may not even know about where A-Leaf Texas is, they may not even mm-hmm. But 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 as a high school student, what's the message you want others to hear uh, from your from your experience so far?
1: Oh, uh, well, my message will be like always strive to do your best, no matter what's in your way. If there's an obstacle blocking your path, just try to go over it and everything because you know nothing can stop you from doing what you want to do. And like, um, it's just very good to be to have a lot of determination and just try to be the best person you can be.
0: What teacher, Jonathan? If I ask you real quick, has there been a teacher? In the course of your school career, that you just think about, that says, you know what? That, either he or she, who would that be?
1: Like throughout my whole set? yeah. yeah. Um, if I had to choose, I actually don't have one. Don't I don't have know. You got,
0: got a bunch of them.
1: No, oh no, it's not. I think it's more like of a home thing. Like just my my grandma is like the thing that pushes me to like want to be the best because she took care of me as a kid. What's her name? Her name is uh Aida? Ida, yeah.
2: Ida, yeah.
0: Well, good. Well, you tell her she did a good job. <laughs> I will. Don't worry. All right. Miguel, what about
2: you? Um, if I were to say one last thing, I would say that any type of student that decides to enroll in an early college program will benefit in every sense. You know, and there's just others that benefit in different ways, but at the end, we will all eventually benefit.
0: Mm-hmm. And who's a, you want to give a shout out to anyone? Uh, a
2: shout out to anyone. Uh, there's so many teachers. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, Miss Richmond, thank you. Miss Cal- The Counselor, uh, Dr. D, Miss Looney, and uh, Miss Brotherton.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
2: How about you,
0: sweetheart?
3: Well, I'll say if you really want to do something in life and you're determined to do it, don't let things that you don't want to sacrifice stop you from doing it because sacrificing things will help you benefit from it more in the future in life.
0: There's an adult lesson in that, what she just said, is that to accomplish things, there are sacrifices that have mm, to be made. Yeah. There are prices yeah. to be paid, mm-hmm. even at your age. Yes, sir. And sometimes they're they're pretty expensive. Yeah. Mm. And the older you get, they're, they're expensive. Anybody you'd like to... That just jumps out at you that you'd like to
3: well, my mom and my dad because they always tell me to do good in school so I can have a good future, and like because they didn't go to college and they don't really like what they're doing in life, and mm-hmm. i I see how they struggle every day so they can give me a better life, so I want to shout
0: them out what what's their name?
3: angela and marco
0: they did they've done a great job raising you all right, well, thank you very much guys yeah. all all right. appreciate thank appreciate you, appreciate thank you guys you. we're back, and we're continuing this conversation today with. Uh, some students from ALEF ISD that are, that are involved in some programs of choice that we have. Choice meaning students having an opportunity to choose to, uh, to either attend a school or to participate in a program that's within a school. And I'm joined today by, uh, by Mr. Patrick Cherry, who's our area superintendent over innovation. And I'm going to ask him a, a question a little bit. And we've got two students, uh, Vivian and, and Deborah, who are representing Kerr High School and the, uh, our international academy. Which is in its first year, and uh, the, we're going to get some insight from these two young ladies in in one second. But before we before we do that, uh, Patrick, if you don't mind, uh, maybe talk a little bit about the the programs that you are overseeing right now in terms of choice and and maybe just a brief history as to to where those they came from, and then we'll speak specifically to the uh, to the programs that occur in and uh, the International Academy as well.
4: Okay. Well, the, the oldest program that we have is uh, Kerr, and Kerr is actually celebrating their 25th anniversary this year. So it's kind of been around for a while and is kind of the standard bearer for the high schools of choice in the district. And Kerr is a pretty unique program because kids have the ability to both direct and be responsible for their own learning. It's, uh, it's In some aspects, it's kind of self-paced. They can work faster than the teacher is working if they want to, or they can take a little bit longer time if they want to with a subject if they want to. Um, it, it's also different than all the other A-Leaf schools in that it, it's on the uh, quarter system, so kids can earn credits faster or at a faster rate that way, and, and take more classes. Um, and then um, additionally, it's it's a smaller setting. Um, there's 200 kids in each class, so there's only about total about 800 kids there on the campus. And they actually take one of their classes. They take every day is a student advisory class, and they're there every day. They go to advisory every day for four years, so it builds more of a communal sense. Uh, through that type program. We started early college um, seven years ago, I think, uh, maybe maybe a little bit longer, and that was a partnership with the Houston Community College System. And what it is uh, set out for was uh, uh, to give kids the opportunity to both earn their high school diploma at the same time that they're earning uh, an associate's degree. And so we've had kids graduate from there with, all sorts of hours. Uh, we had a student who was a valedictorian a few years ago. I think he told me he had 110 hours or something. Uh, uh, and so those kids are in a very much smaller setting. There's uh, about 100 in each class there, and they're located on the property of HCC here um, um, on West, just off Westheimer. Then the two newest programs started at various points. Um, the uh, construction um, uh, uh, technology and Pharmacy Tech program started a couple of years ago, and that was uh, – it's currently considered an ICIA, which is an Industry Cluster Innovative Academy, and that is based on uh, your business partners telling you an area or a field where they need more workers in, and it's still like an early college in that those kids then are taking community college hours through HCC at the same time. And they're working towards both an associate's degree in a content area as well as getting industry certification. So the construction kids have the opportunity to earn both their associates and two different levels of industry certification. While the farm tech kids, same thing, they can earn an associate's degree and end up with pharmacy tech certification and go straight to work for Walgreens or a hospital or, or, or any, any pharmacy uh, in the state of Texas. And then our newest program is the a International Academy, and we just started this this past year. They have their first cohort of kids started this fall, and that program was started kind of in response to uh, a community uh, that that was asking for and really was interested in us starting some sort of international program. a is a very diverse community, uh, a lot of different languages and, and, and areas of the world represented and everything. So the a International Academy, they focus on teaching global competency which we term as the four pillars that are taught there. And it's basically uh, exploring the world, uh, recognizing different perspectives, uh, communicating, and then taking action. And that taking action and communicating is a very important part of it because we we do a lot of PBL learning that's cross-curricular. The kids just had a showcase in the last few weeks where they talked about different world problems and their possible solutions from them. I think several of the bigger problems uh, dealt with water and, and having clean water and things like that. And the kids had some really innovative ideas or suggestions or had built hands-on things to filtering systems for water and everything. So, uh, it's really great for kids who who want to explore the world, but also want to solve the world's problems in the future.
0: We always need some people to solve the world's problems, don't we? <laughs> yes, we've made several of them for them to work on. Exactly, we got plenty of problems for you guys to solve. So, if if you don't mind, I'd like to to ask Vivian and Deborah uh, real briefly to introduce themselves and and kind of where your mind was when you decided to apply uh, to go to Kerr or to the to the International Academy. And I'll start with you, Vivian, just kind of your, what's your story that, that got you there?
5: Hi, I'm Vivian Uzeshi. I'm currently a senior at Kerr High School. And I think what motivated me most to go to Kerr was that it was different. And I know a little part of me was like, okay, a lot of my friends are applying here. I should probably apply too so I'm not lonely in high school. But I think a bigger part of me understood that I didn't want to just go to a normal high school and just graduate like everybody else. I wanted something different. I wanted to challenge myself, and I think that's why I
0: chose Kerr. Did you have that feeling when you were in eighth grade, I mean, of challenging yourself, or do you?
5: Um, I don't think so. I think that's what I wanted. In eighth grade, I was probably like, oh yeah, Kerr's different. Let me right. just try something new. Plus, like I told you yesterday, I didn't want to go to school with my brother, <laughs> and so yeah, here I am.
0: We all have our motivations, right? Deborah, talk about you're, you're in your first year at the International Academy, right? So talk about your desire and how you got there.
6: Hi, my name is Deborah Anabanjo. I am a freshman in um, Elmsec High School and this is actually my first year at the AI, Leaf International <laughs> Academy. Um, at first, um I didn't know about the, the academy until 8th grade. At first, I was just thinking that cuz when I saw it when I was like going through like the pamphlet and everything, I saw that basically, oh, you get to travel. You got go, like, to go like out of stay out of the country. I'm like, "Okay, hey, I want to do that. Like, that's always been my dream." Mm-hmm. So like maybe if I just go do this, maybe get a chance to but now that I'm in my first year, because that's, that's my old mindset, but now that I have it now, I'm like, okay, these are actual things that I actually, as myself, that I like to learn about. And, like, okay, this is good and everything. And that we also get a lot of opportunities to, like, learn more about the world, like, what's, even, what's actually even going on in our communities and everything.
0: What, what, what about the world have you, has been interesting to you so far that perhaps you didn't know when you, when you first started the academy?
6: Uh, I was actually brought into the, um, like, poverty issue because of her, okay, so we, like, have two world-focused that we're doing for, like, this year. That Our last semester was poverty. This semester is um, water purification. So last semester when we were on poverty, we were, like, covering, like, other issues and everything. And then um, this actually happened in the um, ninth grade center where, like... We would have like some uh, students, their parents would come into like our English classrooms, and like they would talk about like how they were living, like how they um, came to America, and how they wanted like better life choices for their um for their uh, kids. To be honest, when I first uh, heard some of these people's stories, I was like really emotional, like I started crying, and it's just like. These people sacrificed so much to like help their family members and everything, and like they even have to flee from some from their countries because they're actually like you know wasn't help was they weren't good and everything. So I felt like maybe if like I become greater in life, maybe I can go to those countries and maybe even help with those things. And then from this semester, when we're talking about water purification, I always knew that there were uh, there's some pollutants in our water, and that I felt like if we just use certain ways and like reduce the amount of things that we use, we we're able to like reduce it and um, things like that.
0: Very good. It's it's a very um Mature and intelligent perspective. Uh, I didn't have that perspective when I was your age, <laughs> unfortunately. Viv, Vivian Kerr's been around for as Mr. Cherry said, what twenty five years. Been very successful as a, as a school, but the school itself isn't successful. It's the kids that are that are in it. What well, you've been there for almost a full four years. Why Why is that? What 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 has made Kerr so successful?
5: I think people think that it's like, oh yeah, all the kids are really smart and they all want to go to college, and they're all really focused on schoolwork. But I think it's the fact that we care more. Well, let me not say we care more. Let me say that we also care about other things like fine arts and community service, and that's what's making our school great. Because I know I don't know if I would have enjoyed my time at Kerr as much as I have if not for the fine arts. Like, I'm in theater and choir, and I was in speech and debate for, like, two years, and those are the things that kept me going and made me want to keep trying hard and going to school and all that.
0: If you'd have went to a traditional high school, would you? do you think you'd have been in yeah, the front arts? Yeah, I probably
5: would have participated, but I don't think – it wouldn't have been my focus. My focus would have been, okay, let me do well academically, get to the top of my class, all that kind of stuff. But now I know that that stuff isn't important. It's important – what's important is building the connections you have with other people and finding, like, solidarity in these things.
0: For those that, that are not familiar, Kerr has a, a very unique – Structure, not necessarily the building, but the structure of classes, and talk, talk a little bit about that. Maybe explain to those that, that may be listening to this that, that aren't familiar. What what does an algebra one class? Yeah, what's a day look like? What does your class look like?
5: Okay, so like Mr. Cherry said, we have a I think it's like. 30-minute advisory period in the beginning of every single day. And so we can talk to our advisor about problems we're having in class, classes that we're struggling with. We can talk with other students in our advisory because advisory isn't just like all seniors or all juniors. It's students from each of the classes all in the same, under the same teacher, in the same room, that kind of thing. And so after advisory, we have four periods of the day, first, second, third, and fourth, of course. Um, I guess I get to talk about the Like the way the building is set up, because I think that's really important to understanding the school. So we have centers and not just classrooms. It's like we have the math center, the social studies center, the English center, science, all that stuff. And so all of the math classes that you have will be in the math center aside from dual credit. And so... When I was a freshman, I was taking, I think, Algebra Two, and that class, I don't know what about that class was just killing me, I could not do it. But the fact that I was in the same room with sophomores and juniors and seniors who had already taken the class who could help me was one of the most beneficial things. And that's how each of the centers are set up. All the science classes are in the science center, all the social studies classes in the social studies center, and so if you're struggling, you don't have to just go to people that are in the same class as you or your teacher. You could go to students who have already had the class and and figure out how they got through it too.
0: Deborah, you had, uh, you had mentioned earlier about the, what you thought you were getting into was actually a little bit different once you got into the International Academy. What, what do you hope, uh, you know, a couple years from now when you're a junior, uh, are there certain expectations or certain things that you hope you get to, to be exposed to or learn about uh, from an international perspective?
6: Uh yes, I actually um am like kind of expecting for like maybe we can learn other things like not like not just like globally but like maybe like culture wise like learn different cultures because like as we said before like Alif is a very diverse uh, community so maybe we can even learn about like more backgrounds that we may not we may not even have known of and maybe to be able to like maybe learn a few languages or even like. Like, know, like, the cultural backgrounds, like, how did these uh, cultures get here? And maybe even learn about, like, maybe outside even outside of, like, uh, culture global, maybe we can learn about, like, some other careers in life that may not seem like a part of, like, maybe a part of the STEM program or, like, something that's, like, not, ex- that people, like, w- would expect to, like, have as their actual career.
0: Have you had enough time to experience through the through the academy certain cultures you're interested in or curious about that you don't know about or...
6: Actually, yes. Right now, I'm actually in Spanish 1, and, like, I've always wanted to take Spanish, but, like, I wasn't able to take it last year for eighth grade, so, like, now that I'm in it, I'm actually really grateful that I'm able to learn more about the culture and more about the words and everything, but I would also le- like to learn more about, like, maybe French, Greece, and, like, the Roman, like, mm-hmm. type, and, like, maybe even, like, other cultures, but, like, those are, like, my main ones.
0: Vivian, you're you're getting ready to graduate, right?
5: Yes,
6: I am. <laughs> Finally,
0: finally. What what are I'm assuming you're going to go to school somewhere?
5: Yes, I am.
0: And as you have experienced this cur experience that and that you just uh, explained, where the math classes are really not math class. There's a bunch of
5: other classes ala- there. Yeah, in this
0: big old room, mm-hmm. right? Do you see that helping you? And yes. How, how do you, how do you figure that's going to help you?
5: A lot of people that have graduated, plus what I've seen and what I can tell is that it's The way it's set up, it sets you up to be independent and take control of your learning the way you want to learn, if you want to be more independent, if you want to get a little bit more help from other people. And it's just setting you up to be successful in college because I feel like I I wouldn't know, but at traditional high schools, it's very structured. So like your teacher gives you your assignment, this is what you need to be working on for this amount of time. We're going to go over it in the middle of class, then we'll probably have a quiz at the end of the period, that kind of thing. But at Kerr, the teachers give you the entirety of that unit's assignment at the beginning of the week or at the beginning of the two weeks, and then you take charge in how you want to do it. So for example, in my anatomy class last semester, um, we would get our pack. And so it would have assignments in it, review quizzes, labs, all the things that you needed to take care of before the test. And so you would work in groups or you could work by yourself to get everything done and teach yourself what you need to know before the test. And the test was kind of like the end of that unit. Once you did the test, if you did well, you moved on to the next one. If you didn't, you would still move on, but of course you would have opportunities to go back and reteach yourself or get some help with what you needed. And so I feel like that... um, Set me up to really take control of how I wanted to learn, how I was going to spend my time, so that I could get to the final point.
0: That'll be extremely beneficial for you, not just in college. Well, not just in college, but as you get out into into life, Patrick. The the we're in the process right now as a district of of uh, I guess applications being submitted for the various programs, and I know you've you've shared. Uh, quite a bit, in terms of where we are right now, and uh the demand, I guess for lack of a better word how do you how do you see choice right now in a leaf relative to a year ago, two years ago uh,
4: I think it's it's more known among the eighth graders and their parents now uh, than it has been in years past. I think eighth graders have been better educated uh, to what their options are in high school. I think they're very fortunate that they have so many choices, and I think the kids do realize that they're fortunate to have so many choices, especially those who have now seen the CTE Center here, that they realize, even if I don't go one of those four-choice high schools, I still have choices to make in high schools about what pathway I want to follow, what career area I'm interested in and really work in a state-of-the-art facility to, to get that. So I think we're almost at a saturation point. There's almost too many choices. Yeah. Um, I think I shared with you that I was I was giving a tour to a group of seventh graders here. And one girl said, oh, I'm going to do auto tech and then I'm going to do <laughs> hospitality because I want to do the cake baking. And it was like, well, unfortunately, you have to choose kind of kind of one. And that's kind right. of, you know, that's the problem with so many choices. Is kids do end up having to make a choice in, in in some areas. And and I'll use the example of kids at Kerr. Cur- I've had kids at Kirby here for a STEM night and like, oh, I wish I could come here for classes because they're not able because they're on the quarter system and the rest of the district is on the semester. And so they, they, to a level, not a great level, but they were like, oh, kind of, I wish I could have come here. And they saw the studio up here and and some of those kids wish they could have done, you know, things up here. And it goes against my perspective of the history of our district is we've always tried to make every option available for every kid. And, you know, at the high schools, if we needed to double stack a class with one teacher so it could take something unique, we would do that. But now we've got so many choices that once kids kind of make a choice, they are they get locked into something. You know, if they don't get into Kerr uh, <clears throat> early on, it's very rare for a 10th grader to get in after that. Because there's no spots. It, it just becomes locked in. It's the same thing with uh, the pharmacy tech. Once a kid starts that, uh, that pathway, they can't jump in as, they're, as juniors and say, oh, now I want to go do and that. do that pathway. Right. So they're, they're kind of locked into what they did. But it's also good if they strike out and decide it's not something they like, at least they tried it. And I've always yeah. been a big proponent of that. You don't know until you try. So yeah. even if you try pharmacy tech and you end up deciding, I don't like the medical field because I've got to memorize all these prescriptions and, and, and classes of drugs and things. You know, you, you, that's knowledge you've gained to try something different than when you move on to college, move on to that next stage. It's yeah. better
5: to make the mistake or deviate now than when it's free than having to go off to college and yeah. spend a lot of money changing your...
0: Do, do, you, do, you, do kids recognize that? Yes. You, I mean, mm-hmm. is that something yes. that you would... Yeah. you and your family obviously because
5: mm-hmm. people always say they're like yeah you have plenty of time to choose what you want and we do we have a lot of time to go through different career paths learn about them before we make a final decision but i think living in a leaf we understand that once you get to college you got to figure it out because my mom isn't gonna let me change my major three different times just because i mm-hmm. feel like it because that's a lot more money that right. she's gonna have to put in plus i'm gonna have like three other siblings in college at the same time as me and that's not something that I wanna put my family through. I'm lucky that I've known what I wanted to do for a long time, so I don't have to change like and make new decisions. But I just think we need to be more aware that yes, it's good for you to take time to figure out what you want, but life moves really quickly and you shouldn't, <laughs> you know, linger too long. You gotta <laughs> save some money.
0: It does move quick. Deborah Deborah, would you agree that I mean, you're you're the you're the youngster in this room. <laughs> Even Vivian's a Vivian's a year old. Yeah, <laughs> Vivian's old. But but think about you now your 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 age group mm-hmm. is is, cho- is having choices about what courses you take or where you go to school. Is is that important to you guys? As as a general, I know it's important to you, but just as a general rule, is do you? Do you
6: sense Uh, that? I would probably say, yeah, um, that it's like choices are like, but to be honest, like some people actually don't feel like it depends on like the school that they go to. Well, sometimes I guess the school, you may get benefits from it, but like as just as long as like some people feel like as long as you like apply yourself and like study very, very hard, that it doesn't really matter what school you go to. As long as you're dedicated and like you're motivated, have a motivation that help you, Mm -hmm. then you don't really have to worry about the school.
4: It's it's been my, my and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's been my perspective as a teacher though that getting choices on assignments, you know, whether it's English and we say you need to read one of these four novels, letting you have some ownership or oh, control yeah. of anything involving education yeah, empowers mm-hmm. a student yeah, and kids big, do yeah have more buy-in and do better than if I said just read this novel or you're going to do this project. So even with the PBLs that you guys did at the International Academy, there was a, a wide variety. Yeah. Your project was on a, a deaf, deaf culture, culture, which was a very unique way to look at different cultures in the world where other kids were doing water purification mm-hmm. and we had all different kinds of, uh, of projects that they presented that night.
0: The previous students we, we spoke to on the first part of this podcast was one of the topics we talked about towards the end was just their family. And uh, the um, whether you're a first time college goer in your family or you're coming from uh, some difficult background, you know, difficult, difficult financial or whatever the issue is. I'm just curious as to as you pre- begin participating at, at Kerr or as you started with the, with AI, was was the family motivation was the was your family either motivation or I want, I'm motivated because I know I want to. I want to make them proud or I want to do better or I want to improve my sit- my potential life situation. Talk a-, talk a little bit about that if you don't mind. Deborah? Uh
6: For me, it was actually motivation for my, through my mom because, like, me and my mom have been through a lot growing up. And it's just like, and, like, I, we've, like, seen some things and, like, we've been through things. So I just felt like this program will have a big benefit on me because, like, it would help me, like, be more, like, aware of everything that's happening in life and now that I'm like doing my my endorsement classes and are able to uh do some other things that if I when I graduate in the next three years that I'll be actually be able to like help apply this into my life, maybe even get a good job and then after that after I like be like be who I wanted to be and like maybe go back and take care of my mom and maybe my families that are in Nigeria right now.
0: So your family members still
6: yeah, uh, it's me, my mom, and my other two brothers. One of them is in Nigeria. The other one is in the Air Force Base in Kuwait. And then it's just me. I'm the youngest out of everybody.
0: <laughs> You're the baby. You're yeah. the baby. <laughs> Vivian, what, what about you? and
5: Deborah and I seem to be very similar. Most of my motivation comes from my mom because she, like, Everybody's like, Oh, my mom is so hardworking. My mom is the most hardworking person I've ever met in my life. She has five kids, the five of us, and she's a nurse and so and she works the night shift too. So she works all through the night so that she can take care of things that we need during the day. So I don't know what she does. She does not sleep. I don't I it's like a superpower. I don't know what it is. But she is so motivational because um she came here She came to the United States somewhere around, like, 20, 21 years ago. And in Nigeria, she had an amazing job. She worked in the Federal Medical Center. She was a nurse. But she gave that up to move here so that, you know, her future children would have a good life. And even when she got here, when I was in, like, when I was in middle school, she still went back to school to get her bachelor's in nursing. And right now, she wants to start pursuing her master's in nursing. Mm -hmm. And so she is, like, on a constant climb to better herself. And She has never let us think, oh, I'm okay where I am. She's always telling us, you need to work harder. You need to be better than the person that you were yesterday. And even without her telling us, I can just see it in her actions because we also have family in Nigeria. Almost all of her siblings are in Nigeria, her parents. So that means like nieces and nephews and all that. And they all look up to her because she's the one who was able to come here and start a life for herself and you know she's still taking care of them. She still helps them like with money, food, all that. Because conditions in Nigeria are not, right. not good. really great right now. A lot of people are struggling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I my mom is definitely my person. I,
0: I, I love listening to you, you guys talk about your parents and your family. And yeah, I know I know this topic is not. It was more about choice and choice programs, but mm-hmm. but it's it's uh, from from my perspective, I can't relate to that. Right, I mean, I, I don't. I'm under. I, I'm under no illusion that I understand what your mom is going through or your family. I, I I can't even put myself in those shoes. What we're trying to do is give you guys a runway, for lack of a better word, to help improve your life and and maybe not have to go through the same struggles that that you've seen your family go through. As far as your family and and your, were they involved in helping make a decision to go to Kerr or to, oh, I mean, yeah. Big time. Big time.
6: Because, like, okay, so this is what happened. Right? It's really funny. <laughs> so uh, I applied for, like, okay, so I told my mom, hey, mom, there's, like, this academy thing that they want to do in, like, for, like, uh, Aleph International. She's, like, oh, yeah. Because, like, my mom always wants me, like, any, if any, like, thing that's like, seems big, she, like, always automatically, Deborah, you need to do this. <laughs> so I'm, like, okay, I'll do it. I, like, signed the signature. I, like, I did, it, I did everything, filled out the paper, answered the questions. I turned it in. And then when it got, when it got like, closer to summer, they said, like, there'd be a, either an email or, like, a letter sent out to us. We haven't got anything for, like, the whole summer. So, like, me and my mom were kind of freaking out, saying that, oh, Lord, maybe the counselor didn't get the paper or something happened. And it was just, like, until, like, I think it was, like, maybe a week or two before, um, like, a week or two before uh, the actual the actual like orientation and everything when we got the mail me and my we were like we're just <laughs> literally laughing and just dancing and everything and it's just like we were very excited when we like have found out about the uh when we found out that um I could go and everything. So, like, she thought it was, like, a big opportunity for me. And then she's like, just told me, like, Deborah, do not mess this up. I know you. You're very, like, sometimes I can be very childish when I want to be. I can also be very hardworking. She's like, Deborah, do not mess this up. I know you. You can do good. Look at me. I'm your mom. You mean you are, like, the same exact same person. So, like, just don't worry about anything. Focus on books. You know, do good. Become great. And that's just it you're on your way.
0: That was good advice. Very good advice.
5: Um, Yeah. My mom, I feel like my mom and my dad wanted me to go to Kerr more than I wanted to go to Kerr because they were like, oh, look at your We called her Auntie Sandra. She actually worked. I don't know if she still does, but she worked for the district. I was at the same school as her at one time. She was like, look at Auntie Sandra's son. He went to Kerr. He graduated. He's doing so good now. I'm like, okay, but that's not me. But, you know, they pushed me and they motivated me. They were like, "Listen, Kerr can be good for you. You don't have to go to the same school everybody else is going to. You're so smart, you can do it." And so that is I think that's one of the biggest things that led to me going to Kerr.
0: You're uh obviously there's your your family and your 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 moms in particular have, have played a major role. Uh before we leave I uh before we before we leave, before we <laughs> before we start. <stop, laughs> um uh, who who else? who's worthy of of being recognized have you had teachers other family members I mean I know there's a, a long list of them but I always like asking kids I said if you if you had to give a shout out right now who would you like to
6: uh I would actually shout out um my eighth grade uh English and um well my actually my eighth grade English math and a social studies teacher, my math teacher, Miss Thibodeau, cause she's always like pushes us to like do our best, and also Miss Bussaud, my English teacher, Miss Bussaud. Even though she may seem kind of like like hard, but like she does it like out of tough love, and also Miss Ware, because like she never gave up on me, especially through times and everything. And also like one thing that actually motivated me all through this time since I was little. When I was younger, uh, apparently one of my teachers told me that the educational system was actually made for like apparently for kids to actually like, you know, drop out and fail. That's why some people may seem it's so hard, but that I actually use that as motivation to actually go through like that's not going to be me. Like I'm actually show uh, the educational system that I'm not going to fail. Like I'm actually going to like strive through and then continue and I can show them that I won't drop out, that I will be successful one day.
0: So you almost took it as a personal challenge. Yeah. And I still do today. You should that that's 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 good by the but for the record i i don't know that i would agree that the system is designed to force kids to drop out mm-hmm. but but i do agree that um it is a system that that requires you to overcome quite a bit mm-hmm. even even kids who come from backgrounds that are much easier than what you guys have come from i'm i'm, I'm glad to hear your Every one of us need a chip on our shoulders sometime, right? Yeah. Whether we whether we need it or I mean whether we earned it or not, if it motivates you, it motivates you. What about you, Vivian?
5: Um, mine would definitely be my two theater directors right now, Miss Ryan and Mr. Schaefer. Um, Miss Ryan is someone who has like believed in me since she was doing clinics for us when I was in eighth grade. Um, She has always told me that I was important, made me feel like what I was doing mattered. And Mr. Schaefer, whenever he came, um, beginning of last school year, he just jumped right in. He didn't force us to be anything we weren't. He made himself a part of our troop and our community. And to this day, he encourages me to push my boundaries. And he just lets me talk and, like, get everything off my chest when I need to and so, like, those two, those are the first two people that I go to see in the morning when I get to school. And they're the people that I see before I leave. And it's just, I'm very thankful to them because they have definitely shown me a lot of love since I've been at Kirk. Good,
0: good. Everybody needs somebody.
5: Yeah, those are my somebodies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mr. Cherry, anything you want to add? Uh, we're We're in the process now of trying to identify the eighth graders that you were last year and that you were, Four years ago, to make sure that we provide as many opportunities as possible, because as you know, there's every every student has their story, and every student has their their desires and their aspirations, and sometimes they don't want to admit it, but they have them. So our, our goal here and the is to is to try to meet those aspirations best we can, and our goal for this conversation today was just to let the community let people hear students, real students, a senior, a ninth grader who who are experiencing it. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. This is was fun. It, was it fun? Maybe yes. want to do this another time? Yeah. yeah. We'll figure out another topic. We want, we'll talk about something a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> Anything before we go? Any last parting words?
5: Um, I heard you ask the last group this question, and so I wanted to answer Absolutely. it to <laughs> what is something that I want anybody listening to know um, I want them to know that Kerr is not just a school for smart people. Kerr is a school for people who want growth, who want a challenge, who want to grow in community with others. And there are so many opportunities at Kerr, just like ailey Furley College. In other schools, you can take dual credit classes. You can graduate with so many hours before you get to college. It's not just a school for people who are like, oh, my God, I have to go to an Ivy. I have to work hard and get into an Ivy League school. It's a school for people who want something different. And it's really
6: made high school different for me. Go ahead, Deborah. Uh I would actually say is that um, uh, for me, AIA AIA is actually a really good program, and that I'll actually encourage eighth graders that are um, coming are becoming incoming ninth graders to actually take the program because, like. You go, like, maybe outside of, your, like, your boundaries and what you already know. You learn more information. You get to, like, do hands-on training, like, you know, create things, maybe even go out and, like, go to, like, different things, like a culture fest that we went uh, just last, uh, last semester. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would really encourage you and also, like, if you have a dream, like, really don't, like, hold on to that. Because, like, some people just think that, oh, just because, like, that dream may seem silly, like, I need to focus on something, like, I could actually get a good job on. Just because it may seem silly does not mean you should not hold on to it.
0: Good advice.
4: Listening to your your story about applying last summer and waiting and waiting for the letter <laughs> in the mail and everything, yeah. um, I'm happy to announce that we moved into the, the technology age and everything is now electronic. The applications for all four of the school programs is now online. Kids are doing that right now. They've had since the uh, we came back from Christmas break. Uh, and the deadline is next Friday at 5 o'clock for them to get Thursday. their applications in. Thursday. Is it Thursday? next mm-hmm. Thursday yeah, at 5 yeah. o'clock to get their applications correct, the 28th. And uh, we've seen a huge increase in the number of kids who are actually applying. And we're now trying to chase down. We have about 320 or 330 kids that have started an application, but they haven't finished the application. So like, and so finished. we're actually reaching out to the middle schools to contact them directly. We're making phone calls home, seeing where they are. Oh, wow. Are they still interested in everything? So we're well over uh, 500 total completed applications already, and, and we may get close to 700 by the time it's all said and done and everything. So hopefully we'll we have a quicker turnaround. They won't have to wait for a letter in the mail. It'll be an email <laughs> yeah. back to their email account. Counseling, <laughs> congratulations you've been accepted right. and and for kids who've applied to multiple programs which has an op is an option on that application is they'll then get to make another choice Well, which one of the two or three you were accepted to do you really want to come to
0: very good i, I appreciate you ladies and and Patrick for being here and taking this on. Hope it wasn't too intimidating to you.
5: It was. Thanks for inviting us.
0: us. Y'all did very well. You did very well. So this has been Impact Ed. I'm H.D. Chambers. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed listening to to some of our brightest kids, our futures in good hands, if, if these guys are any indication. So thank you, and we'll see you on the next episode of Impact Ed.